Dialogos Radio's Commentary of the Week. Each week, Michael Navaradegis provides views and opinions on issues pertaining to Greece and to the worldwide Greek community. Coming up next, here on Dialogos Radio. We're back after a short commentary hiatus with some thoughts on a recent commemoration of the so-called Ohi Day, which is celebrated each year on the 28th of October. This is the day that in 1940, Greece responded with Ohi, or no, to an ultimatum by Mussolini to allow safe passage of his troops through Greece on a way to North Africa. Also commemorated is the fierce resistance of the undermanned and underfunded Greek army against Mussolini's and Hitler's troops, the longest and fiercest resistance in Europe during World War II. Beyond the intentions of the Greek government at the time, though, which, as it should be mentioned, was not renowned for its respect for democracy, why did the Greek people themselves say no to the Axis powers? Did the people of Greece say no in order for the country to, decades later, be governed by non-elected foreign so-called institutions? Did the Greek people say no in order for the Parliament of Greece, 76 years later, to give up the country's sovereignty and its right to govern and legislate? Did the populace of Greece say no in order to see the day where a foreign currency would be legal tender in a country and where all of the decisions on Greece's economic, fiscal, and monetary policy would be made outside the country? Did the Greeks say no in order to realize a future where they would be rubbaging in dumpsters looking for food, where 450,000 young and educated Greeks would migrate abroad seeking better opportunities, where in supposedly European Greece, Thousands of people live without electricity or heat, without work, and without hope for the future? Did the people of Greece say no in order for no to become yes? Yes to the constitution, as the junta used to say. Yes to NATO. Yes to Europe and the so-called European dream. Yes to the euro. Yes to the oligarchs. Yes to corruption. Yes to the selling off of the country's public assets. The dilution of the education system. The watering down of Greece's culture and history and language. Is that why the people of Greece said no, in order for it to become the biggest yes of all time? The now infamous yes to everything, uttered in a Greek parliament to bring Greece under the IMF and the European Union's austerity regime. Even a supposed heroic no, which came out of the result of the Greek referendum in 2015, the 62% who were said to have voted against austerity, even this was turned into a yes. Yes, yes, yes to everything. A yes which has resulted in a complete selling off of Greece's public assets to foreign hands for at least the next 99 years. A yes which means that even more future generations of Greeks will be burdened by the weight of an illegal, odious, illegitimate debt. A yes which means Bulgarian-level salaries, unemployment similar to countries that are currently embroiled in war, hospitals without doctors, schools without teachers or heating, and a never-ending continuation of the brain drain out of Greece. Was this what the Greek people said no for back in 1940? So, all of you who are sitting there nursing a frappe or a freddo while listening to this commentary, waiting for the growth and the European dream that is surely coming to Greece any day now, 
to sit back and relax and let those who are truly brave and not intimidated say no with the full meaning of the word, such as the majority of British voters, for instance, who stood up to an unprecedented fear campaign from the media and who continue to be labeled racist and xenophobic and regressive and Neanderthals simply for saying no to the authoritarian behemoth known as the European Union. They knew how to say no and how to honor the meaning of this word. Can the Greek people today say the same thing?